Yeah, yeah. Life is crazy, man. You know? Just know about being on your, <laughs> being on like your last two L's and, and, and trying to not, you know, go get any more weed for a couple of days, which is out of your norm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what my life is like. <laughs> uh welcome to the show, people. Um PC Podcast, Field G Podcast. This is the voice of God, Dark H. Flint. You know what it is. Um, I appreciate everybody who's listening, man. I swear somebody's just going and clicking play on my joint and nobody's listening to it. And that's why the numbers are <laughs> going up. I should probably stop doubting myself in this regard. But, you know, it, it seems like the weekends are a good time for the listeners. So um, if you are a listener... I do appreciate you. New, old, whatever. If you're new, welcome to the party, man. Welcome to, you know, <laughs> this life that is me. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, the intro pretty much summed it up, man. I'm not normal, B. I'm not normal. Um, what up? Hope everybody had, you know, great weekend, whatever. Yeah, it's Monday, man. Um, back at it, you know. Uh <laughs> Yeah, what is with this Fortnite stuff? Like off top, you know, <laughs> I don't play video games. Um, the last video game I played heavy, I guess, was like Madden twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, maybe. And then after that, I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. Like this, this, this video game stuff is. I I don't look down on anybody who plays video games. It's just a you know. I guess it's a hobby. I I don't know how that works out. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just weird. But uh, yeah, this Fortnite stuff, man. The only reason I'm touching on this is because you know my little man. Um, I call him a I call him a Fortnite junkie. He's not too happy about that. He's like, stop calling me a junkie. I'm like, I I you're a fiend, man. Like you you're a Fortnite fiend. But you know. In that same breath, I realize there are like a billion people all over the world who are playing this game. And um, I played a little bit of it because, you know, I call myself, my little man calls himself teaching me how to play Fortnite. And, um, dude, I play it for like maybe 10 minutes. And I'm like, yo, there's no point to this game except uh, shooting people and... Um, I guess building stuff. I, I don't. I don't know. All I know is a little dude geese me for some V bucks over the weekend, and I wound up, you know, buying him V bucks and spending money on Fortnite, which I never thought I would do as an adult. But you know, what he wants, he gets, man. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is how you geese. This is how they made over a billion dollars because. They got parents and grown men who are out here spending money on V-Bucks and things of that nature while they're playing this game where you kill people and um, you kill people and you build stuff. And you, I don't even know the point of the game, man. It's just, uh, as I said, there's like a billion people playing it. So there has to be something to it that I don't see. And, um... <laughs> got me doing the dances and all this other stuff and it's 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 
I don't necessarily like it per se, but you know, um, it is what it is, man. I, I have to accept it, and this is part of life now. But, you know, he told me, he warned me. He was like, "Yeah," he, I, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be spending money on V bucks soon." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you gotta get ready for it." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, all right." I didn't think it would be this soon, but um, yeah, yeah. It's my life, man. I had all weekend watching Fortnite, and uh, I, I don't know if I like it. I, I truthfully don't know. But if you know, you're a grown man and you play Fortnite, salute to you. Um, take a break from Fortnite and go get laid sometimes. That's all I will. <laughs> it's my only suggestion. Um, I'm not saying you don't get laid if you, you know, play Fortnite, but, uh, uh, I don't know, there are gamer girls out there, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, salute to you. Um, but, yeah, that is that is it, man. That's not a topic for the show, man. That was just uh, what was on top of my head because, yeah, this is what is going on in my life, you know, or I feel like I'm not normal because, you know, uh, low-key, I do all of this for my little dude, man, because I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, have my, I have my reservations about, making him into a spoiled child because I don't want him to be a dickhead adult. So it's um, one of those things where I'm like, you know, listen, I just need money to spoil him and make sure, you know, his school tuition is straight. And, um, yeah, he don't have to do half of the shit I had to do just to live and get by, and he never has the experience, some of what I had to experience. So that's what this is all for. So if you're listening to the show, click on the ads and, you know, Send your boy some money every once in a blue. Because, you know, niggas broke. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that is the intro to the show uh, for the most part. And, uh, whoo, whoo. Nah, yo, I appreciate all of y'all. You know, it is what it is, man. Um, yeah, this show, this one tonight is just going to be, you know, me explaining, you know, some of the things. It's a little bit more about me. Because, you know, this show is getting... The episode the episode count is getting up there if um if I'm keeping track. I think I'm almost at fifty. I said I was gonna do twenty five and stop and let people catch up, but as people tell me, I have to keep up with the ebb and flow of these ADHD the ADHD society we live in where everybody wants everything right now and we need instant gratification and if shit isn't fun, we ain't doing it. But uh, he, he had nobody acknowledges that. Um, everybody wants to pretend like that's not the case, but that that pretty much is the case of the society we live in, and it's uh, it's an instant gratification. We want to know what we want to know. We want what we want when we want it. Um, we don't want to be bothered when we don't want to be bothered. <laughs> we don't like. <laughs> there are so many quirks. To us as humans, uh, maybe this could just be me. I, this is what I said. Maybe I'm not normal, but um, that's it. Oh, listen, I mean, everything I said is it's how I feel about on certain things, you know. And um, that is what it is, man. Like, I, listen, I'm not the only person who feels like this, and I know this, but you know, maybe I'm not normal as I as I like to say, but we all have that innate 
thing in us where we're like, nah, I want to be bothered when I want to be bothered, and I don't when I don't. But the parameters and rules of life have made it to where that is not normal. And this is why I'm going on this rant right now is because, you know, the, the, the norms or the box that society wants people as a whole to be in, it's one of those things where, you know, if you don't go along with those beliefs, you're looked at as if, you know, something's wrong with you. But in hindsight, like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, everybody is not going to think the same and everybody is not going to act the same. But in that savage inside all of us and the animal instinct inside all of us, we all sort of feel that way. We just feel it on certain, like, different things. Those things differ within, you know, certain people, certain ethnicities. It all depends on your upbringing, if you really want to be um, completely frank about it. But, you know, don't... don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, am I not normal? <laughs> this is why... I, listen, am I not normal because I say I don't know and, you know, I don't claim to have proof of anything. So when people... Yeah, listen, I'm not ragging on anybody, anybody who listens to the show. If you are a believer, you know, praise be to Jesus, Allah, Yahweh, whatever, whatever religion, Buddha, whatever, whoever you believe in or whatever, you know, story they told you when you was coming up and you hold on to it as an adult. Um, <laughs> that Maybe that was a shot, you know, because you in my head, I want to tell you you need to let it go, but I can't do that because I can't knock anybody's beliefs. But but like this is why I say, am I not normal? Because I because I will like you know actually have this talk with people where I'm like you know I like you don't question that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. My lips was dry. I had to put some stuff on my lips, but um. It's uh, does that make me not normal? Because I'm one of the people who's like, you know, I don't really feel a need to believe in a in a higher power or need a book to tell me exactly what to do and to you know and how to behave and what's wrong and not and what's right. Uh, as I like to say, like if you. <laughs> You need a book to tell you, like, yo, don't don't murder anybody because that's wrong, and you won't get into you know the big carnival at the end of this hair ride we call life. If you need a book to tell you that, <laughs> there's nothing that can save you if you need a book to tell you that, and that's just me putting it rather lightly. And uh, yeah, if you don't, <laughs> there's just so many things uh, that you should know by way of just having principles and standards that um, people do blame on the religious aspect of life. And am I normal for like, you know, maybe I'm not normal for, you know, questioning all this and actually thinking about it. But it just seems, it seems, it seems crazy to me that, you know, 
people cherish a book more than they cherish other people. And uh, you know, listen, I'm not a I'm not an all lives matter person. I'm not. <laughs> I don't I don't like to make things about race, but I am black, and I you know. <laughs> I've been through some shit in my life, man. You don't know. There's some people who will never have, uh, you know, their car pulled over and surrounded by police with guns, yelling at them to get out their car when they're only like 16. So, you know, <laughs> there are moments in my life that that will remain with me forever. And that was like a little tidbit, man. I I might tell you that story for the end of the show, but um. <laughs> Yeah, maybe these moments have made me not normal. Maybe my life and my upbringing has made me the way I am. And don't like if you listen to the show, don't think I'm bashing myself and I'm like, yo, maybe I'm not normal. Because, you know, as I've covered a variety of topics, my viewpoint is a little bit different from, you know, mainstream society or the everyday person of the world where, you know, Everybody's like, yo, I gotta, you know, I gotta get married, I gotta have kids, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And I'm like, no, you, no, you don't, man. You don't have to do any of that if you don't really feel like it. Don't let your parents or society ever tell you you have to do anything to fit into mainstream or to be considered normal. Cause, as I say, man, the age we're going into is just some completely, completely different stuff from the norms of society here in America as we knew it. Like it's, um, it's a very weird place here. You know, you can, um, <laughs> yeah, this is why I'm not normal because I bring I bring up shit like this because you know you you could uh, say anything about. Anybody in this country, blacks, Mexicans, um, white people, uh, you know, Hispanic people, everything. You know, you can make jokes, you can you can do all of that. But um, there are two groups who you can't talk about at all, and uh, or else you will get shut down before you get started, or you will be. You will not be allowed to do things like host the Oscars. Kevin Hart is an example of that. Or um, how do I? I don't even know how to broach this other one if I'm keeping it a buck with you. But, yeah, there are two groups that you can't say anything about or else all your money comes to a cease. And um, I'm just getting started, so I'm not mentioning those two groups. But that that's what kind of funny times we're going into. You can talk about the... You can talk about anybody, the president. You can talk about world leaders. You can talk about anybody except those two groups or else everything you have, you know, you'll face a backlash for talking about those two groups. If you don't know who those two groups are, I'm not going to be the one to enlighten you on them. But as I just mentioned, the Kevin Hart thing, you can't host the Oscars because you made, you know, you made a joke. <laughs> I forgot who said, if you could take a dick, you could take a joke. But, hey, listen, I'm not going into all that because, you know, sensitive times, sensitive times, man. And, you know, this is the shit where I'm like, yo, this is, you know, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me for me thinking like, yo, this is, this is, you know. 
it seems weird, and it seems like some strange, strange double standard or just a, a strange way of showing the powers that be. Because if you don't know, Kevin Hart can't host the Oscars because of smoke. Because he said he didn't want his son playing with a dollhouse. Yeah, and he can't host the Oscars for that. So, you know. <laughs> and if you don't think the world or the entertainment industry, let's just say that for right now, is run by those two groups, you are very, very sadly mistaken. Um, Hollywood, the music industry, there's so much run or heavily influenced by those two groups that there's not much, you can't, as I said, you cannot do or say anything bad about them. And I have nothing bad to say. Let me just throw that out there so I don't shut my little show down before it even gets off the ground. Yeah, maybe I'm not normal for even taking this risk to try to even talk about it. But if you don't know, like, please do your Google and do your research because then you'll start to see, like, the backdrop of it and uh, the <laughs> just the way shit runs. And I'm seeing it more because, you know, social media is also run by those two groups. And, uh... It's it's just it's a really really strange strange thing because when you talk about control you have to really analyze it and be like yo this is you know this is real control here that they got like it's a power thing but uh <laughs> I don't want to get off on a tangent on this one man because you know I'm only talking myself further into a hole which I am known to do and um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let me let me get off this shit before I just I just got my first couple of dollars. Not even listen. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying I made a significant amount of money. It's not even a substantial. It's not even enough to buy a sandwich. If I'm keeping it a buck with my listening audience, but it is a positive sign of you know me doing this podcast and getting everything out there. That I did make a couple of dollars on it, so I'm not trying to get shut down by, you know, by anybody. I love everybody. I'm a humanist. That is my disclaimer. So, you know, don't take the sound bite of two groups thing and then make it into something that it's not. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because most people would not even broach that topic or even mention it. But uh, I'm, maybe I'm a little loose in the head. And I, I, I um... <laughs> Something something is wrong with me, man. Um, yeah, all right, here's, here's what I'm going to do, man. I'm just going to tell y'all a little bit more about me so y'all have a little background so y'all can know that, you know, you don't have to take everything I say as a, as a like, you know, just because I'm the voice of God, I'm not the word of God. I'm not trying to kick it like that. But, you know, there's a little back, a backdrop on me, man. Uh, grew up in the Bronx, I'm sorry if, I, if I'm reiterating this and you already know this. I grew up in the Bronx. I lived in GA, which is Georgia, for a couple years. Georgia's where I really kind of grew up and, you know, 
became a man. I ain't lose my virginity down there. I lost my virginity in New in New York. But um, I, <laughs> I yeah, in Georgia's where I really grew up with the clubbing phase and all that other stuff. And then New York, some more. And uh, all I will say about that phase is like you know, life life was I, but it wasn't great. But it was fun, and it was a learning experience. And my dumb ass almost got arrested. Like. I, I want to say like three times. This was before the age of seventeen, so <laughs> I'm just giving you the insight on who you're listening to, and you know, it wasn't nothing serious. It was all curfew violations and just dumb, random stuff. I did. We did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is story time for y'all, man. Uh, while I was in Georgia, one episode. This is when you know. I realized Georgia was different, a lot different from New York early because, you know, niggas in New York talk all day. Niggas in Georgia ain't about a whole lot of talking for the most part. I seen niggas get knocked out. I seen people have shootouts at the gas station. I seen, uh, I seen club bouncers get beat up. I seen parking lot brawls where bottles was being thrown. I, there's, there's just so much stuff from the Georgia phase of the life. But, uh, yeah, mind you, just keep in mind, all that Georgia stuff was before I was 17. So maybe this is why I'm a little bit off. Uh, and it, it was, it, it's just, you know, yeah, it was, I was telling you the story, man. Let me get back on track. So I got jumped in school by uh, some dudes who had a fight with my cousin and then, yeah, long story short, I got jumped in school. And this is how, this is an example of the South for, you know, all the New Yorkers who so gangster and all this other stuff. So me and my cousins, you know, we go to the, uh, <laughs> we go to the housing complex of the dudes who jumped me or whatever. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, this is how I think back on this, and I'm like, yo, we were either crazy, stupid, or we just not, we all not rap too tight. We go to these dudes' complex, right? And, um, <laughs> like, yo, I'll never forget this, B. It was me, and maybe, we were maybe like six, seven deep, and I think we had maybe like two pistols with us. They wouldn't let me hold a pistol, because... My niggas think I'm crazy and they'll think I'll shoot somebody or something. At least at that age, they definitely did. My cousin, yo, salute to if you ever get to listen to this, man. Salute little Harry. Salute all my little, salute all my folks down there in Athens, GA, man. Athens, Georgia. Salute all my fam down there. And, uh, yo, so these dudes come outside. They like, they had to be like 30, like 30 deep, man. And, yo, <laughs> I still recall this from uh yo, this is my recollection. And I yo, I have smoked I smoke a lot and my memory is shot, but I still remember this. I remember counting there was at least five dudes who had on one black glove out of them thirty five dudes. And I like in my head at that young age I knew immediately I was like, yo, everybody with a black glove on Got a strap on them, yeah. And mind you, we knew these dudes. Like, we used to hang in their apartment complex. 
and all that other stuff. And um, yo, we, <laughs> yo, pretty much, we talked about them jumping me, and then we pretty much it came to the conclusion. We was like, yo, me and the dude was gonna fight on D, me and the main dude, and then um, they we all agreed like, yo, nobody's gonna sit out here and watch they folks or they get watch they homie get they ass whipped. And, you know, it was acknowledgement of all the firearms in the vicinity. And it was like, yo, we, you know, <laughs> we decided let's piece it up pretty much. Like, that was a losing battle for us in general. But here's the funny part. Me and dude, we became, like, we chopped it up after that, man. We chopped it up in the hallways of school. Everybody looked at us like we was crazy. But it was a, I guess it was a respect thing. In hindsight, where that well, you know, listen, my cut, yo, salute, Tan, man, you, you my big bro for real, man. Um, yo, like we, I guess they looked at us crazy because they were like, yo, you know, <laughs> these niggas really came up here eight deep to all apartment complexes. It was really good. They was really gonna scrap it out with us or shoot it out with us, but we talked it out with them, and I guess it was a respect thing as men. And that was a lesson learned at a very young age. It's like, you know, shit could go two ways. You could either, you know, talk it out as men, de-escalate the situation, or it could go completely left and, you know, the guns could come out and, you know, people are going to die. So, yeah, that was a very, that was a life lesson taught uh, (laughs) very early on in life, man. And I'll never forget that. Yo, I'll never forget that, man. Salute to Athens Arms. If it's still there, down there in Athens, man. Y'all was some real y'all y'all some real boys, man. Uh half of them niggas probably locked up in the county somewhere down there <laughs> But yeah, that was one one of the real, real moments of my life, man. Here's some other experiences in Georgia, and this is why I think like it you know why I say like, you know, maybe I'm not normal, B. It's because, you know, Okay, ladies or women, if you've ever dealt with me and you just happen to be listening to this show, yeah, like I guess, like I started earlier, more you know, earlier than most people, because I like I had the free. I'm not bragging. Like if I could go back and do it over, I wouldn't do it at all. Like I'm not gonna say I wouldn't do it. I like I wouldn't do all of it, but I would, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just telling y'all, like, I had the luxury of, you know, I was, f- like, 15, and I would, you know, I'm not being graphic, but, like, I could spend the night with girls when I was, like, 15. I had that freedom, and, you know, <laughs> I had that freedom and leeway to go spend a night at a girl's crib if I needed to, and, like, I did. So, you know, I started that really early so you know that's why when it comes to i guess like relationships and you know sex and all that other stuff now i'm like yo like i've (laughs) i've been doing this for like a long time so i guess i like either i either gotta retire or you know get married or some dumb shit I don't know, man, but like I, you know, it gets boring, man. I'm sorry, I hate to say it like that, but you know, 
I don't know what age, like, women start to, you know, have sex and spend the night with guys and do all that other stuff, but I think I started that, like, too early. And it, it was, it's just weird. In the aspect, when I look at, look at it now, and I'm like, yo, this, you know, it's not a big deal to me, but I guess, like, to to other dudes who started when they like, you know, <laughs> and I'm not ragging on anybody. I get you know, seventeen. I guess fifty. Like I guess, oh, listen. I th- I guess the normal age of like starting to spend the night and like fornicate with girls is like, I want to say college for most dudes, and uh, it was just you know. <laughs> it was weird, man. Because, like, you know, they started, like, years after me. So I guess that's why they're more in tune with the whole, you know, I guess. I guess, I don't know. I guess that's why they have game, and I don't, because, like, I, I think I started too early, and it was just, you know. It's one of those things where I'm, I'm different in that area from most dudes because I guess I started early, and I, like, I've been spooning – Spending the night with chicks since I was like fifteen or sixteen. So like now, I get it and I get the idea and thought of it. But I, I don't know. I guess, I'm not gonna say it doesn't mean as much to me. But I guess I started too early and it took some of the fun out of it in adulthood. And that aspect, I will say, all my life is very, very true, is that I, you know, there's a lot of things that give people joy in life, but I think I did it so early on that I have no, like, it's, it doesn't move me at all. So, you know, ladies, if you've dealt with me in that aspect, it's not, I'm not shitting on anybody, on any woman that I've ever dealt with. I'm just saying, like, if you wonder why, you know, I act all nonchalant and act like, you know, Sex is not like a, a like a big deal. It's because I started too early, and you know, I should have saved some of that, some of them strokes for now. I guess. Don't get it wrong; I'm still all functional and everything. But you know, I probably would have had more fun if with it if I would have started later. But you know, life life is what it is, man. I you know. I definitely should not have been spending the night with no chick when I was like uh when I was like fifteen or sixteen. But you know, listen, Georgia's Georgia's different, man. Uh, yeah, Georgia is definitely different, man. It was a different experience in my life, man. But it was it was great. It, it was actually pretty fucking awesome when I look back on it. Like you know, even the hard times was you know great because it makes you. It made me appreciate. It makes me appreciate life more now. But um, yeah, maybe that's why I'm different in that aspect. So, ladies, I'm sorry. Like you know, no, sex is great. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't even sound enthused about that at all. But then you know, as my, you know, as people tell me, they're like, you know, there are guys who can't get girls at all, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, see, I can't even say that because it sounds cocky in my head. 
But when people tell me that, I'm like, oh shit, like what is like what is that like? And I'm not saying that in a cocky manner because I don't even know why women like me for the most part. But um yeah, it it's 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 uh yeah, it's just shocking to me. And I'm like, yeah. I, I remember dudes being like, Yeah, you know, you can holler at ten girls, you know. Nine could say no, one could say yes, and you're still good. And I'm like, no, nigga, you lost. Like, you're a, you're one in nine. That's a losing record. You you, you lost. <laughs> but salute, yo, salute to the guys that do that. You know, I understand the struggle. Yeah, I don't, but you know, I don't want to crush you. So you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't just remember they choose you. You do not choose them. There is nothing you say that it will make her sleep with you. That is the disclaimer and the only game I will give to every male in general, and that's the truth. So, you know, you think, you know, you talking and making a laugh, you know, did all that. It it, it, it didn't, bro. It didn't. But, you know, it was worth the effort, I guess, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. This is why I say, like, yo, maybe, maybe I'm not normal. Because I'm not, so I guess most people in general take a different stance on the whole thing. But it was, uh, yeah, as I said, I started too early. And, you know, maybe that, maybe that ruined me, man. Um, listen, this is just uh, the first time I spent the night in a, in a dorm room, I was I was like sixteen, so I was still in high school, and I spent the night I I spent the night in a college dorm room. There's no need for you know me to go into graphic detail. I was probably horrible at sex too. So all the girls who had sex with me while I was a teenager, y'all were technically older than me, so you know. There's no, I'm not gonna press charges or anything, but you know, I probably sucked at sex, and I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. That's all I'll say about that one. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you see what I mean? Like I was, I, I was 16. This is the first time I spent the night in a dorm room, and then I think I spent maybe like a a good semester and a half visiting another dorm room when I was like 17 or so. Maybe I was 18. I don't really remember technically, but yeah. So all of that, you know, I think I started too early. Maybe that's why I feel the way I do about relationships and um things of that nature. So, you know, that's why I tell you, I don't, you know, you don't have to listen to me or agree with my perspective. I'm, you know, this is why I'm giving you this back story or giving you a couple of moments out of my life and explaining to you why you don't have to listen to me is because, you know, maybe you started late than me. Maybe you started later than me. And, you know, all of this is way more thrilling to you and relationships seem like fun and, you know, it seems great and all that other stuff. Maybe you started later than me and I, you know, maybe I ruined myself too early. Being like a young whore, I don't, I don't know, man. 
Uh, but yeah, you know, maybe I'm not normal. I question myself a lot. And I'm just putting this out there for you. And I'm giving you, I'm making you question me before you start listening to me and taking me seriously because I am not the word of God. I am the voice of God. So I'm giving you a little backdrop to the person who you're listening to. And I'm giving you these stories so you can understand, you know. Don't die over no dumb shit, please. Like, don't ever go to another nigga's hood thinking you're going to regulate some shit. That that was just a dumb move. We could have all got shot, but <laughs> yo, we all lived though. So salute to salute to them Flint boys, man. We we held it down that one time, and I'll never forget that. I ain't gonna incriminate me and my cousin in that McDonald's incident on the mic. That's that's a that's maybe way down the line when I got lawyer money. Then I I could might do that, man. Uh, but yeah, this is just some. This 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 was just a storytelling night, and it was just a it's for you to get some insight into who you're listening to. Uh, I think I swear to God, I told that I probably told that pajama party story on the mic before. But uh, <laughs> this is a, yeah, this is this is the outro to the show, man. I'm giving y'all this story. This is a gem. This is a classic. I don't know how many times I'm gonna repeat this story on the mic, but yeah, me and them same Flint boys. Salute Athens GA. We was, you know, mind you, as I said, this was all before I was 17. So, you know, this was a long time ago. We are preparing to go to the University of Georgia pajama party. My cousins, for some reason, out in the backyard busting their guns to see whose gun sounds the loudest. <laughs> I Why... Why? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I was in the front drinking and burning it down and getting ready to go to this PJ party and try to get laid, I guess, for the most part. I don't know what I was trying to do. I was just trying to grind up on something in PJs because, you know, I was 16. What do you, what you want from me, man? Um, and then uh, it, it was the greatest thing in the world that they put the burners back in the crib because if not, we would have all been going to jail at night. Because as soon as we pulled out the driveway, we reversed out. And I remember this very vividly. A white pickup truck went by first. And it was creeping at a real slow, crazy speed. But it went by while we were still going out the driveway. It didn't stop, no nothing. And then it got a little bit past us. And then next thing you know, it was like five cop cars all surrounding the car with the guns drawn, pointed at us, everything, yelling like, yo, get your hands up, get your hands up, get your hands up. And I'm like, I, yo, I'm 16, my guy, but I, I'm from New York, so I've been through this before. And... uh. Yo, I got my. I never forget this, man. I got my hands on the seat, hands on the headrest, and I'm like, "Yo, what is going?" I'm faded too, like I'm drunk. Oh, I'm not drunk, but I'm kind of tipsy, and uh, I already smoked and everything. And um, <laughs> yo, I forget, man. I I think I took my hand off the seat to go in my pocket, and the cop ran up to the window with his gun. And he was like, "Yo, don't move your hands," and I'm like, "Oh." All right, 
Yo, so I put my hand back on the headrest. And then, yeah, they proceed to take us all out the car. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is very, like, I don't know, yeah, I must have been traumatized by this because I remember it very vividly. I'm sitting there shaking, like, my hands are shaking. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know why they stopped us. We didn't even get out the driveway, mind you. And I'm sitting there like, yo, what, what is going on right now? And, um, I'm fidgeting, and they all looking at me, and I realize it's like I could have got shot if this was in today's climate. I would have got shot, man. But oh, <laughs> they looking at me. I'm fidgeting, like touching my pockets and shit. Like they searched all of us. They knew we didn't have no burners on us or whatever. And uh, I remember I'm like, yo, can I, can I, can I smoke, man? Because like <laughs> I think I was smoking black bottles and cigarettes at the time. But I was like, yo, can I smoke, man? Because like, yo, shit got my nerves wrecked. Yeah, they blew my high completely. Um. They were like, no, don't don't go in your fucking pockets. And I'm like, oh shit, man. And uh yeah, it was very it's very traumatizing. So if you're a police officer listening, you know, don't don't do that to sixteen year old kids because you'll fuck their life up, man. And you know, they'll be like me in the head. And you don't want a bunch of little niggas running around like me in the head, man. But uh yeah, I'll never forget this, man. Like they <laughs> here's the kicker to that whole story. Is that, you know, we had two open bottles of liquor and uh about three L's in the car. They took they took the weed, broke one, smelled it, kept the other two completely intact, and uh, told us to keep our liquor and have a nice night because we didn't have any guns and that's what they were looking for. I almost died because my cousins wanted to see whose gun sounded the loudest. Ain't that some dumb shit, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. That was very refreshing getting this out on the mic, man. I hope you could laugh at my dumb ass and, you know, me telling you why you can discount what I say because, you know, I'm not the normal nigga, man. Like, I've been through, I've been through some shit, man. So, you know, you know, just know that as you're listening to this podcast, man, you know. I've been through some shit, so if you take my advice, just know you're taking the advice of somebody who's been through some shit. <laughs> Listen, I hope you laughed at this. I hope you've been entertained. I hope you've been, you know, I, I didn't educate you about shit except, you know, don't go to another nigga's hood. Yeah, you know, tell your babies this too, because don't go to other nigga's hood thirsty for a chick or some other shit and die over you no know, dumbness because it's not it's not worth it at the end of the day. In hindsight, I should have just took that ass whipping and probably. Fuck that nigga up on the on the low in school or something like that. <laughs> Either way, man. Yeah, listen. That is PC Podcast, VLG Podcast for this episode, man. I'm trying to think how to title this, but I think I got it already. Uh, yo, please do remember, click on the ads, uh, download whatever you have to do. Whatever they tell you to do, please just do it, man. Hopefully, I get some more sponsorships. If you have a plug... Well, I can voice a cartoon in a movie. Please do put your boy on. If you need me for a photo shoot or you want to send me some clothing or send my little man some clothes. You know, forget me. Yo. Send my little man some clothes. If you are interested in doing that, just email me, man. dflint51 at gmail.com. Uh, Derek H. Flint is the Instagram. And at DHF818 is the Twitter. This has been PC Podcast, VLG Podcast. That's it for tonight, man. I'll be back at y'all again this week, man. Peace. Appreciate y'all. 
click the ads, people, and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. I'm trying to be on 20,000 listens before next year is over. I really want 2 million. I want 2 million listens before next year is over, real talk. But, you know, I'll take 20,000 in the next three months. That would be lovely. Uh, appreciate y'all daily, man. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend. And uh, please do like and share. Appreciate you. One.